You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode number 20, we're back, and I'm here with the one and only Danny Diablo, a.k.a. What's up? That's me, everybody. Shout out to my boy, Jay Reason, Man, who's doing what's it up, big B? time. Dude, yo, so I was looking, uh, you know, I always feel yeah, bad because yeah, I, yeah. I, I always say we take these, like, long breaks, but it's, it's because both of us get pretty busy here, so I apologize well, for the length in between, but shout out to Brian Fair for doing the last episode. It was fucking crushed. Brian. Brian, Brian's such a good guy, man. Listen to his music, bro. Yeah, no, and the, and the episode was tight, so uh, we apologize about, uh, for the delay between episodes, but he's been busy, I've been busy, but we're back. Uh, we're going to try to get more consistent, so let's just jump right in to uh, everything E. So since yeah. the last episode, the big thing that you did, which was fucking awesome, uh, I'm going to encourage everybody to check it out. I'm going to have a picture over here, was you did an uh, episode of No Jumper, a uh, big podcast yes. for those who don't know, big YouTube thing. Shout out what? Adam22. Uh, tell us about that experience, man. The interview was fucking awesome, dude. What's it been first like? And foremost, first and foremost, uh, thank you for the mic. Uh, this microphone right here is uh, sponsored by Jay Reason. Yeah, sponsored uh, by Static Era Records. That Eric Records in the house. Check this out. The first thing I went to, I took a trip to uh, to the West Coast. I went to Vegas and Los Angeles. I played a, a Hood Fest out there. A shout out to fucking uh, Hood Court Fest. A shout out to fucking Junior and the DMS Brothers. Shout out. And all the bands that played. You know, the Count Time. I got a Count Time shit right here. So uh, it was a beautiful punk rock, Mexican, Chicano, fucking punk rock festival and it was everyone was good no fights everything was amazing my shout out to my my uh storm came with me my girl came with me and we had a great fucking time but i went out there with my my with storm and my manager the drp and i basically went out there to vegas and to do the show and also to be on no jumper shout out to adam 22 shout out who's a hardcore guy he's one of the biggest podcast guys in the in the world next to joe rogan probably like his no I would say, like in, and especially like in his culture, he turned on a lot of a yeah. lot of uh, rappers who went on to be very, uh, very big. Yeah, yeah, he put them on, and also he now he's showing the he showed the world all these trap trap rappers and rapper dudes the, who I am, and he and he showed me so much fucking love and so much respect. And I have to say, dude is a fucking gentleman. The dude is a real motherfucker. I got I, I got Adam Twenty Two's back. I don't give a fuck. That's you know cool. no, me so, too, man. I know. Uh, the... Shout out to Adam Twenty Two. Thank you so much. You made me feel like feel fucking uh, just made me feel fucking like uh, relevant and fucking. He's a, he's the first thing he said to me. I've been a fan of you since I was twelve years old. He was so happy. That's cool. Yeah, it made me feel good. And he knew everything. And and my girl was there. We met his family. Uh, we met everyone at the place. 
he gave me so much props and love. And you know what? Not that many people in our industry that are like that. So yeah, it's true. It's a lot, a lot I love of people, you, brother. I love that motherfucker. Yeah, a lot right? of people. A lot of people move on and kind of um, forget to show yeah, and recognize yeah. people. So that is sick. Um, e the other thing too, man. Uh, and not only because it's been, it's going to sound like we're jumping a bunch of places, but only because it's been a, a gap in between episodes. But so after yeah. the uh, uh, no jumper, you've also been yeah. fucking killing it with Crown of Thorns shows, and you've got a, a whole bunch coming up, which I'll. Well, I'll show those across the screen. Yeah, um, how are those been going? Are you, are you excited to fucking? Well, well, let's let's talk about what happened. Uh, a fucking uh, <laughs> uh, three weeks ago, I fucking slipped in my. I did a, a, a James Brown uh, Claude Van Damme split in my Oof. bathroom because I, I, it was just a freak accident. I had my dog it was wet floor, and I did a split, and I fucking popped my knee, popped my oh. left knee, popped, but my but my right. Everyone thought I did the crate challenge and fell. Fuck oh. everyone. The Hoyer's telling niggas I did the crate challenge. Hoyer, shout out to Hoyer. Shout I out. You, nigga. Shout uh, out. I love you, motherfucker. Shout out, Smoking I'm going to say podcast. Hoyer's brother, David. David, rest in peace. Big Dave, I love you, and I miss you, brother. Um, and I just want to say Hoyer is holding it down. Okay, like that. Yeah. And it fucking looks fucking <laughs> amazing. I'm je- Man, niggas are jealous, and, and Hoyer now is coming back and taking all your bitches. Yeah, it's shout high. out, man. It's good to, it's good <laughs> to see him. I... I I tore my fucking hamstring. I can't believe that. No, you can't listen. I, you saw the. I, I, I took a picture of everyone thought it was my calf. It was my back of my fucking hamstring. It was purple. Oof. I tore it, and it, at the second day at home, I was walking around. I should have been off it for three weeks. <laughs> I went to Texas and DJed, <laughs> and that fucking I was DJing for two days. I, we we had a chef there. Thanks, shout out to everyone. In Texas came down. Shout out to all the Mexican. All, all the Mexican fucking punk rocker graffiti writers. Shout out. Motherfuckers came out and we partied and did a whole bunch of cocaine. Yo, they, those guys rule. <laughs> That's it. Viva la raza! I fucking love it, man. Uh, I did a big, uh, I sold out DJing out there, had a great time, came back and I was like, yo, I think I should have stayed home because I could not walk. <laughs> and I was like, so my girl made me stay home for two fucking weeks off my legs. Then I had to do two Crown Thorn shows. And I was like, Oh my god! I couldn't believe and, it. I, like I killed it. You know, and you're doing those with the original, with the uh, all the original. Yeah. So, so Demi and Mike Dijon, and we got Paul Delaney playing bass. Sick. That's awesome. From, you man. know, from Kill Your Idols, Black mm-hmm. Animals, and you know, black, black Metal. But, but it was straight Queens and niggas on stage. And Richmond was so fucking cool. We killed it. Shout out to Ian for booking that show. Then we did next day in Charlotte, North Carolina. And it was fucking amazing. That's you know? dope. And tomorrow we're doing Syracuse, where Crown Thorns used to kill it too. So yeah, you got I, a lot. Go. You, you've got quite a yeah. few shows oh. coming up, man. It's all you got a lot of shit. I'm gonna tell you what I got. I got so I got Syracuse, then then I go the fifth to Milwaukee to finish the Scarhead Generators of Violence Sick. record. Then I go the fucking fourteenth. Uh, I'm doing Thug Court Thursdays, the Arrogant Swine, and I have uh, Tony Slippers, uh, the DRP King Relics, Chub, Chubs, uh, Lord Jewish. Bub Styles, uh, 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 a whole bunch of other people. Uh, I'm hosting it. Me, Paulie, bartender. Then the the fifteenth, the the whole weekend, I play Amityville, Long Island, Crown Thorns, sold out. Uh, then the next day, Boston and Crown Thorns. Then I DJ at the party. Danny Jabba DJ and I play Crown Thorns at DJ. Then I got Philly on Sunday. It was at the church. Was was uh, what was uh. Amityville, is that where I saw you play last time where we thought you had COVID? Well, I was dying. Well, I was yeah, dying. so this is like the return. The, the return of the yeah. COVID. Return of the, <laughs> the, the, the COVID. Yo, I, 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 listen, listen. 
my uh, my girl was that was the COVID. You was just sick. I was like, yo, listen, because I got I caught COVID fucking four months at six months after that, seven months after that, and with her, and with that shit was nothing compared to the first thing. <laughs> that whatever I caught the first time, that was a like pre-COVID. Whatever that shit was, that shit would di- smack the shit out of COVID. <laughs> That shit was. That shit was. I thought I was gonna die on stage. Everyone's like, "You sounded great." I was like, "No, I you did." Dying. I told. I, that was the first thing I said to you, man. I, was I remember like, that. I was yeah, like, I couldn't tie my pants. Yeah, you were shot. Yeah, I remember. I, I saw you. Yeah. And, you know, but yo, you know what? You played it. You fucking crushed it. That, that was the whole thing. Kill, kill, shout out to Killing Time. Yeah. Uh, yo, so that's sick. So those shows were awesome. We'll have all the dates for the upcoming shows uh, coming up. Sure. So E, the other thing, uh, big in oh, your oh, world, oh, October twenty third. Hold on, October twenty third. Scarhead plays the Broken Land Festival with Dropout Kings, Chucky Chuck, Ouija Mac, uh, a whole bunch of like like big like metal trap metal bands, Concrete Dreams playing, and it's like it's gonna be at the Monarch in Brooklyn. It's like nine hundred fucking tickets sold. That's it's gonna awesome. be an all day festival, and I'm doing the after party, Arrogant Swine, and Midnight. No, I'm t- I come I'm t- out, Danny Diablo. I'm Danny tired Diablo, of hearing it. West Nile and Blitz from Juice. Only three acts, and I kill it that night. I'm going to have strippers on stage. It's going to be <laughs> ill, nigga. I wish I could stay up late like that every night because sometimes sometimes I want to go to your stuff, and it's like 11 p.m. start, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm fucking <laughs> shot. Yo, listen, uh, all you have to do is rent. You get you and your girl get a nice hotel in Brooklyn. A couple a, lines, and nights. we're good. Yeah. Yeah, a couple yeah, lines again. Yeah, we're good. Uh, yo, the other thing, lines, close the blinds. The other thing, uh, <laughs> yo, the the other thing that's popping in, uh, yo, the other thing that's popping in your world right now too, man, is uh, I just seen the pre-orders went up for Big Left, yo, which we have that, talked right? about a little bit. Tell us a little bit about what's going on with that. E. Big Left, I, I I talked to Big Left last year. I'm like, nigga, what are you doing, bro? And I said, like, yeah, dude, music. He was like, he was really disgusted for the Lakota deal. He had, he only put him on a few songs and. They really like fucking dropped the ball with Big Left. Uh, uh, he's a li- li- Big Left. You don't know is a retired Marine. He's a he's a, a retired DMS guy. He was your guy. first signing to uh, back in the day when you first Rock started. Records, Rock. Yeah, yep. like first signing. First signing. When uh, you were living me, in uh... me and Joshua, me and Joshua, and me, I, hope, him, I, I was in the same. Yes, place. all yeah. three of us. Big yeah, Left. So uh, you were living I, in I New signed Haven him again. <laughs> remember, you were living in New Haven. At the time, oh, uh, remember the 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 the, the, the downstairs, the, <laughs> yeah. the what's the market? What was the the thing? Wait, wait, wait. Well, Western Union. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> remember that picked up the Western Union girl. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen. Say, so, right. so anyway, so big. Well, oh, I'm gonna tell that story. That's what's up. <laughs> Yo, so listen, so fucking uh. I always wondered why that, she was mean to me after <laughs> the lady downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was great. So what is, they're doing? A, so he's got a new record on Force Five, right? Is that what it is? And there's a pre-order? yeah. It, uh, hold on, a second. where the fuck did I do? The, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna get the uh, I'm gonna get the whole thing right now. So uh, Big Left, Big Left um, has a has a uh, yesterday he, he uh, dropped a pre-order, right? Okay. Yep. And I'll have that over. The name of the record is uh, called Slaughter of the Innocents. Okay. Slaughter of the Innocents on Force Fire Records. To get a Force, if you want a CD, go to forcefirerecords.com and, and get a CD with Bundle. I think it's an Ice Pick CD in there. I, that's uh, what I saw, yeah. CD. Yeah, so I got shout out to shout out to fucking uh, Johnson sending me all my Ice Pick CDs. Sick. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll have a link for that. So, uh... 
That's awesome, man. I'm... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll have the link over there. Uh, he sold, yes, for a little small label and for himself, he doesn't really know how to do social media. Well, and listen, we man, had 100 pre sales. We had 100 pre sales. You know, and in this day and age, man, it's like everything is delivered to the same shit, right? So it's not like a store. They're not stores really no more. So no, it's like, no, no store. So really, all, no. all you depend on is like, you know, and I can speak as like, you know, someone who comes to say on distribution, and it's like, are you delivering it correctly? Is the fucking shit all spelled right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. does the same you know shit, bro, you know? Um, so, yo, that that's sick. So I'm, I want to just uh, plug a couple things that I got going on over here. Yes, we, please we do. We just released, uh, it's all a little static era, a uh, little block here. So we just sh- released the new video from Rolling Coffin, which you guys know is uh, Tim Williams from Vision of Disorder. Shout out my man, Tim. Yeah, we're going to get Tim on here. He's dying to talk Hopeless to Hopeless romantic, that guy. Hopeless yeah, he, romantic. He's dying to talk to you, and we're, we're going to have a good time with him. So uh, I want to give a shout out to everybody who's been watching the video. You'll see it over here. Uh, if you haven't no. checked out the single, uh, check it out now. We got a new one dropping in, uh, I think, November right now. It's the second, it's the follow up to this. I'm really excited to that. Um, yo, the other thing that comes out, uh, well, it's tomorrow, October first, but so it'll be out by the time you see this. Is I, I got two new releases at E, and I'm really excited to tell everybody about these. So tell them right now. Tell I'm, them right I'm now. gonna tell them. So the first one, dude, I'm, I'm gonna put this out here on the universe first. Um, so it's a band called Purity from Las Vegas. Um, and I was telling you about right. these guys. I'm going to have to link up with Donnie and Concrete Dreams because, yo, this is like All a right. pairing made for, um, you know. Oh, they need to be on the road together. Let's yeah, get them on th- the road. Yeah, we got to do it because uh, these guys are what's up, man. I'm going to have a little thing playing over, but it's definitely, yo. you know, for fans of Slipknot all the way. The dude's got a fucking yeah. white pony tattoo on his face. That's, that's literally all you need to know oh, and what whoa, you see. Whoa. The shit that's is heavy cool. as fuck. Um, all right. Oh, dude, you'd love it. It's like new metal with fucking hardcore break. I mean, it's insane, and they look like Cold Chamber or something. It's crazy. Oh, all right. So we got a limited edition Digipack. That's available uh, for sale now, staticairrecords.com, and then that's streaming everywhere that you can listen to music. Now, the other one, oh, that, the the other one I'm really excited to tell you about and everybody else about, uh, yeah. and you, you'll remember this band, Cornerstone. From back in the day, Connecticut band. Yeah, what happened to them? So, ready for this, dude? This is a really interesting story. So, yo, we found the original tapes from the yeah. record was originally released on, on Lost and Found called "Beating the Masses." It's a Connecticut. They're from classic. Connecticut. They're from Connecticut. Yeah. A classic record, right? So, with the help of your friend and my friend Zeus, the one and only. Wait, hold on. Shout out to Zeus. Shout out to Zeus. Yo, we took uh... we took the original master tapes of this shit and had and Zeus did a complete remix and remaster. The thing sounds fucking amazing. Dope. That that comes out tomorrow as well. Ten one. So everybody stream Cornerstone beating the masses and Purity Reanimus. Uh, you'll see images for those. So I just want to shout out again Dope. everybody who's been uh, supporting the label and uh, visiting the store because it's been what's up, man. I, I so many people come in and say. You know that they watch. Go to the that pod- store. Go to the store. LAX. Yeah, yo, they they fucking they say, hey man, I watch the podcast and shit. So shout out again to everybody who who watches us and then comes and, and talks about it. I get I get a fucking big trip out of that. E. <laughs> so do we have a whack attack? Oh, I, I, before the whack attack, I got I, I got. Okay, a whack you attack. got something else. I, I got something else. No, 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 no. I got I got. I, I'm gonna tell you because we got right to get here, to our guest. All right. Check it out. Mm. This is a book. That's right. I went to, I, it's called the, the Street Gangs of the Lower East Side by Jose Cochise. Right? Put the cover up. Go, Let me see. Go, and, Clayton, and Clayton Patterson. Sick. They did a book. This is a book. Cochise and Clayton did this book. 
It's about the Lower East Side gangs, everything. So I just got this. They 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 signed it for me. I went to go see Clayton and Patterson the other day. He documents everything in the Lower East Side since the late seventies. That's it. Uh, he's doing a book about New York City tattoo subculture, and they asked me to be in there about DMS. So I basically, of That's course, awesome. I went down there. I went down there and did a whole interview for two hours. They interviewed for the book, took pictures, had some of the brothers in it, but they interviewed me, and I felt fucking honored and respected. That they we would do it as a that's as awesome, a, man. A reformed gang member, <laughs> a reformed gang member, and now I got you know, I'm not gonna play as your politician. Like that, that was never like that. Yeah, now, now we could buy you out as a cameo. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. But I did the thing. Also, I'm in a. I also did a new. Uh, a, a, oh my god, sorry. I just did. A, I'm going to be in another book. The third book's coming out is uh, with, with Coaches and uh, another book with Clay Patterson for the New York City tattoo culture, right? And I mean, it, another book by Freddie Albert's doing is called Queens Graffiti Legends. And I did a piece. Oh, so awesome. basically, I had to go do a, a black book piece. I haven't done a black book piece. I've been, I've been doing canvases and yeah. killing that shit, you know? Yeah. As a living, I've been doing that now. Uh, but I had to go back to my old school, like high school black book I did for a graffiti writer who influenced me for Queens. And that graffiti writer is ha ha ha. He is Jimmy One Thirty One from Woods from Woodside Risk Crew or Mike Seventy Nine. But there used to be a tag called ha ha ha, and that's what influenced me as a kid. I did a big ha 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 blockbuster for a thing. I also put oh, all my sick. everyone in the neighborhood. I put everyone in the neighborhood from Woodside. Up on my and, and the thing, so I was talking about Jackson Heights, but I lived on the borderline of Jackson Heights and Woodside. So my 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 my, my address was really Woodside. That's so, sick. So don't don't tell no one because <laughs> I'm so Jackson Heights, but still. So, but I'm really Woodside and Woodhaven. That's <laughs> so, dope. But, That's what's but I did up. That. Also, also I do have a whack attack. So I was gonna say, I, you know, everyone looks forward to this. So once again, whack attack brought to you by StaticAirRecords.com. Milford, Connecticut retail store. Record, and this is how it goes. Let me hear who it is. Who do we got? All right. So this, this <laughs> uh, the past few uh, <laughs> few months, there's been a video of of a guy of, of a guy getting beat down, a rapist who just got out of jail, getting beat down. Okay. And uh, he allegedly got beat down on the low east side by someone that looks like me. So so the video, uh, it's funny because the video has the someone put the, the cure behind it. Oh, wait, I saw, okay, I, I'm not, you know that I saw this, okay. So, 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 so basically the dude's name is Lito, not Big Lito, my brother, yeah. sick, but Lito from the Low East Side, L-E-E-T-O. So he's a graffiti writer who did time for rape, he raped uh, someone, someone very close to me's uh, girlfriend, Fuck. so somehow some misunderstanding happened, and some guy that looked like me beat the shit out of him, and, and he's, and so this happened, now if, if that happened... Right? If you did something like that, wouldn't you? Like, people make mistakes, but if you rape someone, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, I would you're never. No, yeah. no, 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 no one. We, like, this guy's a grab girl, says, hit on girls. I know guys that put dick pics and things. Like, oh, that's all right. People are crazy. You know, people are whatever. But if you rape a woman, you're a piece of shit. And you yeah. deserve to get fucking your head smashed in and fucking kicked oh, no in the doubt. face and beat down. And if you do something like that and you do your time, then go somewhere else. You don't hang out in the neighborhood yeah, you don't and come drink back. and think it's all cool. Yeah, you mean yeah, you yeah. turn you change your life around. So sometimes so someone that looks like me beat this guy up. 
So they got it. So it's all over the internet now. It's on my Twitter and everything. So the, the bitch ass nigga's name is Lito, the graffiti writer. L E E T O. He's a rapist. Put, we're gonna have to he's rapist. And, he, and this, and go to the table. This is how he looks like rolling around I'm, the floor. I'm going to put it here. Okay. Awesome. So, so that's what to say. Shout out to Scam Dust. So shout out to Scam Dust. Love shout you, out. Uh, Whack Attack. I know you guys love Whack it. We're, we're, we've been making sure that you get it. So e, we got to. I always say this. Oh, we got to get guests, but we do. We, that's what's up with Diablo. Everyone talks. All, everyone talks shit about about DMS. Man, I say, but all these niggas that talk all shit about uh, when niggas hit women or fucking or rapists. They, uh, I, yo, DMS takes care of fucking trash. That's what I say. Peace. I love you. <laughs> so we got uh, a great uh, guest. One of actually, right there. Yeah. <laughs> shout out! Shout out to Ma- the Marielitos under the bridge, man. Uh, yeah, no, you, it was fun. Well, you know, I got some stories I could tell you about after uh, that that can't go on here. Uh, I'll put that one. Uh, we got a great guest who I've respected, man, just as much as you when I started going to shows and, and learning things. So I'm really excited. I just sent the uh, the link for him to join. And this guest is actually one of your really great close friends, too. So yeah, I, you already, you already know do it's... Podcasts. He doesn't do podcasts whatsoever. So you already know it's going to be funny. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm going in on this. I already thing. know that, so I'm going to try my best to uh, to not laugh as much. I just sent him the link, right. so he should be along in a minute. Without further ado, <laughs> Freddie Madwall, please welcome to the yeah. fucking podcast. Uh, Sorry, thanks uh, so much, Dave. Yeah, man. No, thank you for thank you for making uh thank you for making time to uh to do the show. We are doing this in this uh, crazy background jungle thing that we thought would be interesting. Uh, we're in the jungle we belong. Where we belong, man. So I, I want to give a, a big thank you, Freddie, for, for doing this. I know you just got off the road. Uh, dude, you were just doing a bunch of shows. No Tell us about those. Tell me about the shows, brother. Yeah, man. We were, we were on the West Coast, and we had some shows that we had to make up. Um, we, had, we had postponed some shows because of some, you know, personal things that went on in the family. You know, we, we lost, you know, Hoy lost his brother, and we had a lot of things going on. So um, we had to postponed some cali shows we had and then we got uh invited to play punk rock bowling so we kind of just sandwiched them all together and we couldn't get up north this time around because we couldn't we didn't get a chance to rebook the the up north show but we're going to get up to up to like sf or uh sacto area soon you know we'll get back up there but the rest of the shows were basically makeup shows and then the one punk rock bowling show with h2o which how was that yeah, the videos look sick. How was that? Man. Tell you the truth, when when they told me I was going to be going on at one o'clock, I was like, one in the morning. That's <laughs> you know, I'm like, damn, Toby, you did me dirty, man. He's like, oh, yeah, he did you dirty. Yeah, next, you know, Toby... go <laughs> next thing you know, I got to go on at one. But turns out, that's I guess those shows, you know, they kind of run late there, and the crowd stayed and you know ended up being good. So, yeah, I think in, I in can't complain, man. It was a good show. In Vegas, it's like there's no sense of fucking going to bed or anything anyway. So it's like you're just out partying and doing shit. Wild shit, man. Yeah, I saw the videos, dude. It looks so sick. And uh I was gonna say, man, uh shout out to you guys hitting up Connecticut on those uh the first uh shows back. The fucking it was such a great time, man. I also gotta uh also thank you for uh taking out the cruel hand guys, which we got to uh release their record earlier. Uh, this year, cool man. Th- those shows were great, Freddie. Uh, what was that like going back into the to jumping into those shows, man? The, the energy was so awesome, man. I mean, it was yeah. All those shows were cool. I mean, Connecticut, you know, is is 
uh, is a hardcore state, you know. So like, I was happy that they were open, opened up for business, and uh, basically we were just hitting up any place that would have us. You know, it wasn't even, you know, it was like. But I was happy that we were able to do like Connecticut and and and, and Rhode Island and, and and of course New York. Um, it was great to play again, man. It was so long. Hell yeah, you know? man! I, I was Yo, so Jay. excited. Yeah. Too long, Freddy. you know. Yo, Freddy, do you remember Connecticut? Oh yeah. Remember, remember the pizzeria window, Connecticut? <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember. Oh, I remember that one real well. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I yeah, that's a that's an old one. Yeah, like I said, I I, I mean, Freddie, I remember going to see you guys. I think the first time ever, dude. My my shout out to my older brother John. He took me to see you guys um, at the uh, what was it called, the Sports Palace back in the day oh, that Josta sure. booked, man. And that shit was fucking oh, awesome, yeah. man. That was like uh, one of the first times I got to see you, man. I was obviously a fan since, so. Excited to have you on the podcast, man. I know that Danny's going to want to ask you a bunch of other stuff, but I want to just jump in quick to the, the music side of thing, man. A lot of the, our listeners are obviously hardcore based, man, so they know you from that. Uh, I'm just going to ask, man, straight up, is there, you have a favorite Madball record? Because to me, dude, you guys have so many, like, you know, hits or whatever you want to call them. Is there one, Freddie, that you like uh, playing the most or that you feel like, you know, you're not sick of it yet? Um, I always like our newer stuff. Yeah, you know, like you know, for real. That's 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 our mo- you know. It's like I feel like we're still evolving in a way, you know. So it's like out of the newer records, I like the For the Cause one. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a very complete record for us. If I had to say overall, I would probably pick Hold It Down. Sick. You know, uh, out of our whole, you know, records that we've done. I mean, they all you know they all have they all. Hold the place, you know, in our hearts. But they all have, they all have the hits. They all have like three hits on them. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, they always. Does hardcore? They do. Every single no, yeah, has hits. Yeah, Madball yeah, always comes with the hits, man. Like I said, it's, it's always so much fun. Uh, I've mentioned a couple times, and we we were fucking blessed to do Europe with you guys. And I just remember watching you guys every night, and just it was like hit after hit. You know, especially as a fan, you're just like, fuck, it's so good. Um, but I'm glad you brought up for the cause because. <laughs> Yo, that record, it does feel, like you said, a very complete record. And, like, uh, as a fan, too, it's cool that you guys are always evolving and pushing yourselves, not only just with, like, the music, but also, like, the production and involving, like, you know, stuff like working with, like, you know, Tim on a record. Like, what's that like for you, Freddie? Especially because, like, you know, most of the time in hardcore stuff, a lot of shit's more, you know, self-produced, for lack of a better word. What was that like for you, man, working with somebody like, uh, you know, Guy from Rancid? That's, like, a big deal, you know? Yeah, I mean, like you said, we're very hands-on. Like, we're one of those people that are very hands-on. Um, I guess we've been doing this long enough to where, like, you know, we, we kind of know what we're supposed to sound like and what we're supposed to be putting out. Um, I mean, and- you guys invented the sound for lack la- – I mean, you know, not to fu- – it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that, that rhythm is mad ball, like, that you hear throughout a lot of stuff nowadays, you know? I mean, you know, we, at the very least, we know what we should sound like. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. it's like, a lot of times we, we're, ha- we're hands-on, you know, uh, production-wise even, you know, um, with, with our own stuff. But um, we wanted to try out his studio, Tim's studio, and maybe let someone else chime in, you know, for once. And Always good to do that, bro. Yeah, it is good to do that. Yeah, I, I liked how good, it was cool, man, because again, like, 
from watching you guys, especially live, man, it's like there's always been this component of like these super sing-along things live. And I love how on that record it's really captured in the choruses and like the production is really like you almost felt like you got you know it right off the rip to where to sing along, which I love on that on that for the Quas record, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know what Tim was great about? It's like he kind of really didn't meddle with us too much. Like he 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 let us do our thing. Yeah, but, he just helped you out on certain things. Like he just showed yeah. you what you like. He, he, he like highlighted shit for you guys to do. Yeah, right? he would right. just be like, yeah, that's you know, he was just kind of like, you know, we bounced ideas off of him. And he would kind of be like, yeah, oh, that's a good tempo, this, that, you know, little things like that. So it wasn't like he was, you know, a lot of the sh- the, the songs when we came into the to the studio were already there, you know, like yeah. structured. And like, you know, I was still writing a little bit of lyrics, but like most of it was like there structure wise. But the vibe was 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 very like inviting and very like welcoming. And, you know, the, the every every, uh, you know, all the guys we worked with, it was a smooth operation and very comfortable environment so that kind of lends itself to like better than the old school times when when shit was crazy and you had a (laughs) deadline and shit like that exactly you know what you know what i love i love about you guys that you guys fucking no matter what you always put out a record that stands the time totally that's time like no matter what and and uh to me the, the bit the best thing I love is like I love like when I hear your shit. I'm like, oh, I want to hear this shit. And I'm like, I can't wait to hear this shit so I can fucking say something. And every <laughs> single time you niggas fucking, I'm like, oh man, I can't say shit. These niggas got me. Ah. <laughs> Thank you. The brother. last time, the last time I, I, I was like, the last time I said, I, I, I told Hoyer, I said, listen, the, I said Hoyer, if you niggas want to blow up, we gotta get rid of mitts, and you guys did it. So I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you niggas did that. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. Ah, nigga. You ain't the fuck up so you can talk shit. Yo, he's right now crying? Is that word crying? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. He's crazy. I love you, Mitch. I, 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 nah, I we, we all love Mitch. Um, we all love Mitch. Yo, but, but, yo can, can I appreciate we talk about that. I take that as a compliment. I want to actually, yeah, actually ask uh, really quick, too, Freddie. One of my favorite things to ask is like, on our show is like, how did you, I got to know how you and, and E became friends and met. I know how him and Hoya became friends, but how, did, like you, how, did, you guys, courts, nigga. how did you guys become friends? And I first took him to my castle. Uh, I, I got to give credit to Toby. Really? Uh, yeah. Toby was the one that was friends with both of us. Shout uh, out Toby. I, I, I was just starting to be, you know, I was, I was linking up with Toby. How Toby old were you? Boy, Toby was friends with, with E and, he was like, yo, you got to meet, you guys got to meet each other because you guys would hit it off because, you know, whatever, you know, same kind of vibe, like, you know, hardcore kids, but we like hip hop and this and play and it, it was you know, a, like, It was the craziest thing in history that ever happened. <laughs> yeah. It, it sparked a thing that people will probably hate us for the rest of our lives, but yeah. it sparked the, the best shit in the world. There you go. You know, yo, I'll tell you right now, I met Freddie, he had a hood on he, and he was eating pizza. He looked mad at the world. I was like, this little guy. Little niggas mad at the world eating pizza. And I was yeah. like, yo, we started talking. Remember that? We started took yeah. him to Queens. I took him to Hoya's house. Remember that? Yeah. He, he's the one. I got to give E credit for introducing me to Hoya. Oh, I got to no give doubt. Toby. I got to give Toby credit for introducing me to to E. Uh, we, you know, we linked up, and he was right. We did hit. We did hit it off. And then Hoya brought me to Queens to Corona, yeah. and that's where I met Hoya. MQ. And MQ. <laughs> and then, you know, like all Narc, the, you know, Narc, Bundy, everyone, 
and then we all hit it off. You know, it was yeah. all like it was like it was all kind of meant to be. Like we yeah, all that's just, sick. It was very organic. You know, it wasn't like trying to. We were trying to hard to be friends. It was just like boom. No, we connected. You yeah, know, it was like, I mean, and even from like an outsider, you know, again as just a fan of music, dude, it was always cool that that's it. Always came across like that, like. You know, you'd see Madball, Crown of Thorn, like all your guys' bands playing together, and it always felt organic. It never felt like, like it felt, you know, like I said, it always felt like these guys were you know, helping their friends, and, it, and it's the, like, the, it was very thing, cool, Jay, man. The funny thing great, about yeah. that, Jay, was that in Europe, when we were, we would go together in Europe, and everything, the European people would ask me questions, and they would think that we just know each other from playing music. I was like, nigga, I Fuck! Like, the reason yeah. why we fight, we fight, they're like we'll fight each other in the face. Like fuck you, nigga. They're like, yeah. why you fight for? But this is how this is how we are every day. We, we <laughs> fuck the music. We we, yeah. we 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 were friends before music. We no, were like, we, fuck, yeah, we, we hung out. Right? We hung out for years before we were really touring. Because if you yeah. think about it, I met I met these guys in like ninety one, ninety two. Mapo really didn't become active touring till like. 94 yeah. you know 93 we did some stuff i, I shouldn't say 95 you know, 90, we're on the road 93 we did a couple things we did the af thing in europe yeah. we did like south america 93 was when joya hoya hoya joined the band in 93 so we got a little busier then but really not not real not that much but 94 obviously we dropped set it off boom 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 we started to get super active but yeah i would say 93 94 we got more active yeah 92 we might have done you know we dropped we did drop many suckers but we didn't really do that many shows you know and we but, went on tour together 95 in europe in 95 crown of thorns came with us to europe yep exactly then we were then we did the states when you got signed to epitaph we did the crazy with hate breed and 98 that's infamous that's infamous that one's an infamous <laughs> tour right there <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he he's right and, and it's a good point that he brings up is like we were chilling hard in the streets and like in the parks and, and you know, in each other's houses and whatever else. Yeah. We, were ho- we were homeboys, uh, you know, way before, you know, things really started moving. It was, you know, it, so, yeah, that's why it's organic is because it is. It's not like, you know, we met each other through our bands. Yeah. Totally. We met each other through mutual. Yeah. Friends, yeah, yeah, yeah we like that. It was street shit, and the thing is, like, when, when people talk about us, they're like, no, we're, like, when I, when I, when I, if I argue with Hoy and Freddie in public or themselves, it's two brothers are mad at each other for some <laughs> yeah. stupid shit, but, but that's how I we are. I would not want to be anywhere other. near that argument, man. Just, yeah. just no, 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 people watch us. People <laughs> yeah, watch it, us, it, and they it, think they don't understand. <laughs> they think it's, it's, we're, we're music guys. No, we're yeah. brothers, bro. We're yeah, brothers, yeah. And, and brothers fight all the fucking time. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. And right oh, yeah. now, I don't Especially want to fight with Hoya. Yo, I'm not going to fight with that nigga now. You see his arms? That nigga's arms are jacked. I'm not fighting with Hoya now. I'm not fighting with that nigga. Yo, his, <laughs> arm, his, his arms are big as his head now. So I'm not fighting yeah, with that nigga. He's looking good, right? Isn't he looking good? Yo, yeah, he looks like Don Morocco. He looks great, man. Don yeah. Morocco. Don Morocco. Yeah. Yo, it's crazy, though. Yeah. Yo, how's it feel turning around and looking at Hoya jacked up? Yeah, no, he's looking good, man. He's looking, he's look, he's on point. Yeah, man. made me want to start doing some more. Eat my steroids. Way start doing some more, <laughs> some more push-ups, son. No, Nick, I'm gonna do steroids. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. <laughs> you gotta take a shortcut. 
take a shortcut. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, so let's go back to the music thing for a second, Freddie. So, like, again, man, just yep. going into, like, your history, dude, obviously – you know, Madball, dude, fucking, you know, like along with Agnostic Front, uh, just, dude, synonymous with the sound and the culture and everything, man. So, uh, you know, as a fan, dude, just, you know, thank you for all that stuff. And same to E for all this, the shit you guys do is, like, the coolest thing, man. Um, So, Freddie, you Appreciate got started super young, man. Like, what was the first time I recorded at Don Fury's, and I know that you guys recorded there too, man. Like, what was that like for you? If you could remember that, obviously, I know it's a long time ago. But do you remember kind of that first time they were, like, putting you in there That's and like, to do the whole thing? Yeah, it was it was basically, um, Ball of Destruction was yep. was done at Don Fury's. Um, I, I was what twelve, you know, That's eight, crazy, eighty-eight. Man. Oh my god! I was like what 12, 13. I think I was twelve when I did it, and then eventually when it dropped, I was like thirteen or something. That's but so crazy, man! It was like eighty-eight, eighty-nine ish. You know, um, eighty-eight. We might have recorded eighty-eight. Came out eighty-nine, but that was my first time. Actually, I might have been to Don Fury's before that with my brother and, 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 and AF and them, but um, that was my first time recording there. Actually, no, I had been to Don Fury's before that because Vinny lived down the block from Don Fury's. Oh, okay, yeah, that's I right. remember going in there as a kid yeah. and, and going down into the basement yep. and like, checking out the studio. Yeah, because when but, we um, recorded there, he had your guys' 7-inch and like the AF. Remember, he had that door kind of going into where the, the drums were at, and I remember looking at that. You know, at your guys' seven inch, and just you know, again, dude, as a fan of music and getting to know everybody over years, I was just, it was just crazy, man, to know how young you were being in there. You know, dude, like because we were yeah, so our fucking nuts. Cool. Wow, yeah, it's but it's a, it was a trip. I mean, I, I you know, obviously you, you just kind of doing it at that time, but you know, when you look back on it, I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. I was happy I was able because that's like a kind of if you're you know from our scene, that's kind of like a legendary oh, spot, totally, you know, for sure. Um, so I was happy that I was able to do something in there. And actually, we did drop in many suck. I mean, uh, yeah, dropping many suckers in there. He was outside hanging out. Oh, no I remember. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm on the, I'm on the cover. Oh, yeah, no shit, we that's were, right. Yeah, he's on the cover. Hoya's on the cover. <laughs> Mark's on the cover. Steve Huey. Yeah, like in the, ba- in the back. With the cars. Yep. And, and the funny part about it is Hoya wasn't technically in Madball. No, he wasn't. Oh, no shit. So. It was kind of like foreseeing the future, you know. It was like, you know, he, he boom, he ended up being in, in the band, and he almost was in Madball at one point. Yeah, he's, he's, he's told the yeah. he's told the story, man. On that. I told Hoyle <laughs> owes, owes me owes me everything in his life. His life play music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, it was talked about, you know. It was it was talked about. It was mentioned, and uh, because I wanted to keep it family, man. Because yeah. it was like I was with my family already, like right. Will Shepler. Maddie, those were my homies, you know, like those were my, you know, they're older than me and, you know, E and Hoy are older than me too, but like, you know, they, they're like even older yep. and, but those were my friends, you know, those were my, those were my people. I met them through, through, you know, through the family yep. and, and, and I mean, shit, I know Will since I'm like 10 years old, That's you know, yeah. Wild, um, man. Yeah. And, and Maddie for a long time as well. So it was like, these were my, these were my, these were fans, you know, and Vinny goes without saying, forget Vinny. I mean, yeah. you know, that's, 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 that's <laughs> <my brother. laughs> yo, yo, his house. Yeah. Remember he used to use, use his house for the clubhouse. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That Vinny was, Vinny was, was the clubhouse, man. That was our clubhouse, you know, forever. <laughs> that was awesome, man. Yo, I, I'm stuck. Look at my, look at my, look yeah, my, you my, are my face. You're like holding your face. Or that's all right. It's just, I don't know what happened, bro. They Stop. cut our, Skype cut oh. us, but there you go. I was going to say, Skype cut our sponsorship, but, um. It looked like, it looked like, I, was doing, it looked like I was doing a bump or something. It was yeah. fucked up. Yo, maybe you were, and that's, that's. The... <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah, you, yeah. 
It looked like it, right? Um, <laughs> One, one, of them, one of them hand ones. One of them hand Yeah, like a pop. quick a quick on the on the camera or whatever. Boss of Mike ones? Yeah, Damn. BM. Yo, you know the ones. The BM. Boss of Mike, rest in peace. OZ1562, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, um, man. I miss those guys. Yeah, so, uh, so, um, so for but Yeah, no, there was a lot of historic, that you know, like we did the ball destruction, super young. And then later on, you know, a few years later, I ended up doing Dropping Many Suckers at Dom Fury's. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I forgot that that was recorded there as well. Yeah. And and like I said, you know, the guys, by that time, we were all hanging out a little more, you know, like we had got, we had met kind of recent, but we were stuck, you know, we were all friends. It was pretty much instant friends, you know? That's cool. And then like, Ian then we, then we lived together. Out. We lived together in the squad. Oh my God, I got to know. Squad. Tell me about that. We would sleep over. Wait, 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 I'll tell you something right now. Uh, I would sleep at Narks. Narks would sleep at the squad. E would sleep over. Every, you know, Yo, do you remember when, when, I, when, when I fucked up Matty Boy? He tried to hit me with a ragoon. Uh, <laughs> Yo, then he could try to hit me with a ragoon. Oh, uh, man. You guys are terrible <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and who came in? I came in. I was like, yo, what are you guys yo, doing? Yo, I was choking him to death. I was, I was like, just let me kill him. Remember, I choked him. He's like, stop. You can't horrible. kill him. I'm like, horrible. Yo, he tried to hit me. Yo, hold like, on a second. Yo, I was fighting this guy. All I saw was a, a yellow cat with a ragu at my head. He tried to hit me with a, a, a ragu fucking sauce bottle. That would have hit me in my head. My oh. neck, and we got sliced, right? That so been, I, oh, yeah. I, I that would have been bad. That yeah. went bad, yeah. So yeah. I, I I punched him, picked him up, and I choked him out. And Freddie's like, you can't kill him in OZ. <laughs> I was like, fuck, get away, I'm killing this nigga. I uh, nah, choked we, him to death, and I let him go. We had to stop that one, because it's like family fighting, you know? It's like, what, what, what's going on here? This shit's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Ragu, that's almost. I saw. I saw. Yeah, the I can picture it. Just, I know what you're saying. Like it's just coming right. And you know, at you. I never in my life someone try to hit me with fucking uh, a full <laughs> with, with a jaw with a yeah, with a yeah. That could have been the end of you. Imagine that would have been the <laughs> end. Of you. Cut my neck. I was dead right there. No more use that. <laughs> Death by ragu. Killed by ragu. <laughs> oh my god, that been horrible. The big ragu. Carmine, the big ragu. The world would have oh, been shorted on so many great stories had that happened. Oh, that was I'm very grateful. If you really saw that, it was, Freddie was, was was like, what the fuck are you doing? But we were laughing also. Yeah, I was it, like, I'm killing the trigger. There was a moment of like, I kind of laughed. I kind of had a laugh. But then I was like, this shit ain't funny. Come yeah, because you're like, because Freddie, you knew that you're like, this, this is like one hair away from going very... Stupid. Very bad. Always like that. Always. Well, first of all, it was always like that once a week in our lives. Yeah. Something. <laughs> something, something like that. Like, shit. Mostly it was other people. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, it was like outside people. <laughs> Not our own. Yo, I love it, man. Uh, oh. I want to talk about the, just to talk, oh. keep talking about the music, Freddie. Sorry, because a lot of our we listeners are obviously. Boy, uh, by the way. Uh, Yo, Liberta. 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 Shout out to uh, Maria uh, yo, so, hey, hey Freddie, so let me ask you a little bit too. So like uh, you had said, you know, obviously you start Madball very young um, and you do these, you know, the seven inches and stuff, which in like in our scene is, you know, like that's that's kind of like the norm. Like tell me about the band becoming more of like a real band and going to Roadrunner. Because I mean, dude, again, back then that was like hard to get a record deal. These were real record deals, not like, you know, some real shit. That's a, it was a real I mean, dude, Road, fuck, Roadrunner. Roadrunner was is you know, and they're still a fucking ginormous thing. And the the legacy too that those two records have kind of left imprinted across just the world, you know, 
um, because of the back of the day, the distribution and kind of, you know, that, that machine that doesn't really exist at all anymore. Just, um, think, just think about this. They, they were metal bands, all metal bands. Oh, yeah. They only and bands. they were the only hardcore. Yeah. So, Freddie, tell, yeah. tell, tell, the, tell us a little bit That's about that, point, man. Actually, yeah. Tell, tell no, us I mean, a little bit about crazy. that, like becoming more of a serious band and then kind of getting to do that record. What was that like for you, man? I mean, Roadrunner definitely played a part in that, you know, like, because we did drop in many suckers on Wreckage. Right. And, 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 and it was like, Again, we were like, hey, let's do this thing. Yeah, because, you know, I had already done one and, and, and AF was about to, uh, AF was pretty much going to be done. And so the guys in AF wanted to do something. And naturally it was like, yeah, let's, let's do Madball. Let's drop another seven inch. My brother had some lyrics, but, you know, Maddie had some riffs. We were all like, you know, hey, let's, let's, let's pull it together. But even then, we weren't thinking, you know, this is dropping many suckers. Even still, we weren't thinking, like, serious about it. We right. were just like, let's drop a 7-inch, you know, and kind of refresh people's memory. Let's see what happens, you know. And then after that 7-inch, we might we started playing, like, sporadic shows or whatever. And then we, we went to Europe with AF. Um, and that sort of started sparking a little something in Europe. And then... We got offered South America. And by yeah, end I remember point, that. You remember that? We went to I remember that. I remember that. That was Hoya's first trip with us. Yeah. And then that kind of sparked something in South America. So then it was like, okay, there's something cooking here. But really what, what, what really put it over the top was Howie Abrams um, recognized that we were a band again. Yeah. And, and, and saw us playing somewhere and was like, yo, I'm at Roadrunner now. You know, let uh, – why don't you come over here and, 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 and let's see, let's talk about it. You know? And we were like, Roadrunner? Like, isn't that like that metal? Yeah. Cause yeah. back then they had like, you know? it was like, real like, metal. Yo. Yeah, I was like, yo, I was like, word. Okay. Tepatora, they had fucking Bob. King Diamond was on there. Yeah. Carnivore. Yeah. Typo negative. Yeah. And Roadrunner had hit, I mean, uh, Roadrunner, Howie has history with us because Howie's the one that made Ball of Destruction happen. Oh, in no effect, doubt. right? He worked for In Effect also? Huh? Oh. He worked for In Effect Records too, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Relativity, so he, right there. Right? That's exactly right. He Shout out to Howie Abrams, my fellow Jew. I love you, <laughs> Howie. Yeah, Howie. Howie, I gotta give Howie a Queens, lot of credit. Queens, baby. Yup. Howie's good dude, man. He, and and I gotta give him a ton of credit because he 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 was at In Effect when you know AF was there. They were gonna yeah. drop Killing Time. They were gonna when drop I worked all there. I worked there. Yeah, you. Were I worked there, for right? Relativity yeah. Records. I remember seeing. Craig, Craig Satari all the time, coming down yeah. and everything. I mean, I worked with Anthony Kamenali together. Yeah, a lot of times. Yeah, that was like, you know, that that was became, that gave jobs to a lot of hardcore dudes. <laughs> and and it actually, a lot of good records popped off from there. You yeah. Know, like that, 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 in effect, off, you know, uh, whatever you call it, uh, offshoot of relativity. Yeah. Because it was like, in effect, became like the hardcore... 24 yeah. 7 spies. Yeah, exactly. Well, remember, yeah. and they had that live VHS that had the AF. Yeah, we were out there. Yeah. And Howie right? played a big role. Howie played a big role in that because yeah. he was the hardcore dude at yeah. that level. Murphy's Law was on it. Yep. So fast forward, fast forward to Roadrunner, and there's Howie again. But now he's at Roadrunner. And so he's like, hey, you guys are going to start doing stuff again. You know, I see that you're starting to, you know, move around. I like it. Let's, you know, come, let's come talk to us. And I mean, one minute to the next, it was like, they wanted to sign us, you know, yeah, it was that, like, boom, like that. And then that, that really gave us a, the more of a, 
you know, incentive to like, okay, now, now, now they, they, you know, it's a, we're on a serious label. Now we got to do some serious tours and that's kind of like the springboard to, to, to get, you know, how we, and he became more serious, you know. And Freddie, like, was that? I gotta, I gotta imagine too, man. Just because the machine that was Roadrunner at that day, and, and like, you know, just the size of stores and just district, you know, what it was. Yeah. Like, dude, how, yeah. was that like instant for you guys when you went on tour? You noticed it right away, like the. I wouldn't say it's it was instant, you know, but it it definitely gave us a big push. It helped you guys out, say, so, so your lane, like, helped you out in your lane, clear your yeah. lane. In our lane, exactly, because it's not like we popped off on the Main Street tip or nothing like that. No, for we sure. We still were. Str- I mean, we, we were still a hardcore band at the end of the day, so we still had a lot of things going against us. Right, you know? but it was it was more. But you know what? You could find your record though, like if in the, in all of a sudden you it's like the, you the, could the, find the, in the, the middle of like was uh, out there. Yeah, 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 for sure. The, the the distribution definitely helped get it out, get the word out, and I would say where the where we got the biggest push was in Europe. Because yeah. they were a European based, you got to remember their headquarters was Europe, so yeah. that was like they. I mean, they had the, the office in New York and whatever, but they were a European label, really. Yeah, and and and, uh, and 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 I mean, you know, Europe overall for heavy music, you know, yeah, way better, big, way better, way better, dude. Yeah. So so we got a real push in Europe, and like I mean, you know, I went out there and did tours for press. And like weird shit that I never ever did, you know, in the states even, you know. So it was like bugged out. Yeah, it, it definitely helped. But you know what? If you, can, can I tell you something about about Madball? And uh, uh, people always make, we always make jokes with each other with the bands. We always like like like, or like us against them, Scarhead, Team Madball. But Madball showed the the best work ethic from a hardcore band I ever seen. Because hardcore band people look at hardcore bands as kids. And people like hoodlums and metal right. bands, especially and guys us. Were really about their business. <laughs> but Madball was always on their business, and he learned that from his brother Roger because Roger's always on his Shout business. Shout out Roger! For so sure. Freddie, Freddie, and Roger are both smart people, man, and they have great brains for for the band and business. They know how it works. It's a well-oiled machine, Madball. So yeah, they they do their shit, and they're they're real musicians. A lot of people, you, they don't understand that. A lot of these metal bands, too, don't understand that a lot of these metal bands, especially on the label, they're all roadrunner. Like when we see these metal bands, they like they look at us and say, hey, what's up? Hey, we know we love metal. But a lot of those metal bands love our music. Like like Machine Head, I was, I was listening to a, a podcast today, Machine Head, he was talking about his album. He goes, I, what, what, what was your, your, your influence? He goes, at that time, it was 95, and I was listening to Madball and Crown of Thorns. Oh, see, he, he yeah. said, I was like, oh shit, because I was like, I love robbing machine head rips, but uh, they, they robbed my shit. So yeah. it's all down, nigga. Down to machine head. Because yeah. like, they're, they're you know props. Thank you guys. But they love they love Madball, they love Crown Thorns. We influence everyone, bro. Yeah, well, yeah, dude, we you know, I I have always said this. Mark, not, I, I think, thanks by the way for the work ethic. And you know what? I wasn't. It is. I'm that, saying you know, they, they know it too. That way, but he's right. My brother, my brother really did instill that, not just in me. And people like Maddie and Will, you know, like yes. he kind of, he, he, as crazy as he can be about other shit, he's ball buster, torture people on tour, do he's wild. He's, a, he's <laughs> the most, tort- he, he's evil, beyond he's evil, a, but yeah. I love him. He, he can be evil and he can be, but he, he also drops a lot of gems and like he definitely instilled that kind of good work ethic in a lot of people. And 
No, he's, he's the, the one of the best. Roger's one of the best people in the world, bro. Well, I mean, yeah, listen, and, and it's because you, of bands yeah, like but... AF and, and Madball, man. When when I think of things like like again, man, we were blessed to go over with you guys to Europe, and you look at things like you know something like say Cortex Records and their tours and stuff, and it's like that's something you look directly as like, yo, that's so New York hardcore like influence and made, and you could see it like. And it, yo, it's just cool. like I said, man. As a fan of the music, dude, it's just one of the fucking coolest things, dude. When you can see that shit and it's happening worldwide, and you're like, oh, that's because of Freddie. That's because of Roger. Like, like it ain't, you know, dude. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of pop music and this shit, but you can't relate that shit to how we do, you know, with the with the stuff yeah. that, that we've seen. Yeah, and we're again, fans and the, of all music. Yeah, like the Europe thing is is cool. Let, I want to talk about that a little bit too, Freddie, because again, man, we we were blessed to go over there with you and, and watching you guys play those shows is like fucking insane, man. One of the most Info, like one of the most famous videos we talk about is uh you guys at D- Dynamo back in the day, man, playing that fucking. Oh, that uh, we talked about amazing. that with Hoya. What what was that like for you, man? Because again, you you've been around for so long. You know, you're playing. You, you started CBs and these small clubs, watching Roger, and then the next thing is like you do this record, and you're fucking these. Those videos are just insane, dude. What what is that like, man, for you? It w- it was a trip. It was a trip, you know, and it was like it was very it was very caught us off guard because we didn't know how big it was actually going to be. You know, we had done a couple of maybe at that point we had done maybe a couple of small festivals or smaller festivals. I mean, anything was small compared to that. Um, but yeah, we didn't we didn't realize how massive that festival was going to be and how much of an opportunity it was going to be to open up a lane for us with the festivals. You know, yeah. Um, and again, that was like the backing of Roadrunner was was important. Yeah, you guys. That. A well, lot of different factors, you know. There's a lot of different factors. The, the most, the, the biggest factor of all is the, is you, nigga. <laughs> fuck this all, Thank fuck you. this all these people. Well, they put they yeah. put money in. So hold on, wait, let me talk. All these people put money. They they pump you on the tour. They promote the tour. The, the real factor is yeah. you created something. Yep. You got you all you guys together create something. And the whole world bit your style, the way you looked. And the, <laughs> everyone had three letters for their crews. Everyone had colors. Everyone wanted to be dressed with, 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 with look hard. Everyone looking like Latino now. All these German <laughs> niggas looking bad. Fuck out of here, nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's so, uh, because of us, nigga. It's our lives. Well, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, it, we didn't do this half time. We didn't. We didn't we, our, our parents weren't lawyers and shit. Our, you know, yeah. We were fucking, that's it, bro. We, we are and, what and, we are. And to your point, yeah. man, I mean, it's like, you know, to, to both of your points, it's like, you go preach, and watch, preach, watch those videos. Vi- you watch no, those videos. No, tell the truth, because like, like, yeah. like, like, all these people talk shit. That's, all right, I'm going to tell a story right no, now. Go ahead. How, how crazy. Go Why ahead. is my face look all weird? Oh, listen. So, listen. So, I'm going to tell a story. Get back, in the, get back in the woods. Get back in the woods. Get back in the woods. I'm going to tell a story <laughs> of how, how crazy life is. I did a tour. Freddie, <laughs> Freddie invited Crown Thorns for the 25th anniversary to go back. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the first about recent, day right? tour, about the more recent one. Yeah, the one we just did. The yeah. first, so I'm like, oh, I can't wait. I can't believe they they invited <laughs> me back. It was a weird time of our lives because we were arguing a lot. So I was like, yo, yo, shit, this goes crazy. So we go there. The bass player is. I didn't know my bass player was a dopehead. Mm. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah, the guy, whatever happens, I, I, whatever happens, so I, 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 eventually, everyone's the second show, everyone's eating dinner, like 60 people, and the guy was like, I want to go home, he's all doped up, so I go, hold come with me, so I fucking <laughs> beat this nigga so bad, and I drag him naked outside of the, outside of the room, he's naked, I beat him down, I turn around, 
the whole everyone's eating dinner. Look at me, sixty German, German <laughs> Europeans like look at me. They're like, oh my god! And I was like, oh, what's up, guys? You know, so they will. So the, the girl goes. I go downstairs eat. The girl goes. Some girl goes. Uh, uh, most girl goes. Everyone's scared. And I go, why? He goes, because you beat them up. I'm saying. I'm not mad at them, but why do they say they beat me up? I'm like, you niggas are pussy. I'm like, yeah, why would I beat you? you got, first of all, I had six of you niggas. There's only one me, nigga. I was like, first of all, I had nothing to do with you. This guy is a fucking robbing piece of shit. Dope and robbing shit. I had to take care of it. But you, but they want, they want to, they want to, to be down and the, 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 the be New York and thing. But when shit happens, niggas are fucking pussy. But I was laughing. But this is our life. And yeah, we experienced that a I lot. I turn around. I try, that's, but I, if, if someone ever did that in my world, if you do something fucked up, those are consequences. Yeah, right? you were cleaning up your own backyard. I cleaned up. I, mean, I had to clean up my own backyard. No, because I remember when when I found out about it, we uh, we went and talked in the back room, and he was like, "Yo, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. You know, out of respect, I didn't want to embarrass you guys. Like that was yeah, embarrassing yeah. to me that this guy was doing this shit, and I'm on tour with you. Yeah, and that's disrespectful." And I was like, enough said. I was like, send his ass yeah. home. I was like, he yeah, got yeah, what he you got. Know, I mean, the you know what the funniest thing, the whole, yeah. the whole thing, the whole thing, the whole funniest thing that happened that I remember, I go, yeah. it wasn't even that bad. And Hawaii turned around and goes, nigga. I, I don't know who you saw. But I saw some catcher working pizza. I was like, nigga, stop. It wasn't that bad. Hawaii <laughs> made me laugh so hard. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, you know, for us, it was like, we're a little it's bit desensitized. Daily basis. Daily happy done. We were like, oh, somebody got slapped around. You know, we're not like these people over here, like, shitting their pants, hiding in, you know, behind something, you know? But, yeah, it was, it was, I mean, as long as, you know, it was, it was done for, you know. For re- listen, you, you, for you're cool. Listen, this is how we are. We're very respectful to everyone. All of us. Yeah. I, I, I always get three, three chances, and I'm yeah. very nice. But a lot of people. Yeah, like a lot of people like say pretend they're stupid and say stuff to us. You know how they get drunk and say something like, "Why would you do that?" I would never be. Yeah, like some sideways shit. Yeah, not only sideways shit's worse. Not only would people get chances, you know, and he was very patient like that, and I, and even I had my moments, you know, maybe sometimes I was a little bit more like. you know, I think E sometimes is even more patient than me in certain situations. I'm way more patient. I am. But, but, but no, no, but, oh but sometimes, sometimes <laughs> we were day, bro, you, you were like a firecracker back in the day when you yeah, were yeah, 19. You, know you were kicking windows in, nigga. Yeah. Four bus <laughs> windows in. Except for the one in Connecticut. I did not keep <laughs> that one in. But I got pinched for it, but that's all right. I took a pinch. Fuck it. <laughs> that's what friends, that's how friends do. E throws up. Um, I'm not a narc. But, but yeah, that that one I didn't break. But um, but the, but the thing what I was gonna say is we would also balance each other out. So not only did you get three chances, sometimes you got four, five, six chances. Yeah, yeah. If one of us was a little bit amped up one day, another guy would come and go, hey, chill, 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 chill. And we would all tell each other chill. And at one point, we would all just look at each other like, all right, that's it. Yeah, that's going. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. No more. No more. Chill. Too many chill. No more. Too many chill. Yeah. That, that, chill, chill out. No more chill, chill out. Yeah, uh, no more ch- chill outs. I want to. I want to go back to something uh, that that E just said. I want to go back. Well, I just want because it was something that you said that I want to talk about. That like E said, Freddie was that um, a lot of people mimicked you and E Zach. You know what I mean? Like in that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and what I always thought yeah. was cool about Madball is like you know, again watching say some of those videos. It's like you guys dress how you dress. You know whatever. And these other guys got to rely on like theatrics and fucking makeup and all this shit. And I, what I always thought was cool about Madball is like. You guys just go out there the way it is, 
And it's like, just fucking shred people like, you know, like that. And I thought that's cool. Like how he said, it's like, you know, after Madwell became a thing, it's like you saw people kind of dress like that. And that became like their uniform versus like, that's just how you guys were. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's how you, that's how you would see us dress. Like me and E be playing ball in Tompkins Square Park. We'd be wearing basketball <laughs> hoodies and shorts and shit. And that I mean, that's how we would play on stage. I mean, that's how we went to clubs. Yeah, so we roll up the clubs. I mean, and sometimes they'd be like, oh, no. Look at these motherfuckers coming with shorts and basketball. You know, later on, we started dressing up a little better because it was like, man, getting tr- having trouble getting into these spots, you know? But Which is ironic. It's fu- the funny part is nowadays it's cool to dress down. Yeah. You know, to yeah. Shit, you know, but it's like back then it was like, well, yeah, no, that's how we, that's, that was us. You know, the, 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 the white beaters, the, the team, whatever you want to call them, the, the, the you know, the basketball, all that shit. That was just, we had like a hybrid crazy style because we were hardcore kids, but we were like hip hop kids. And well, I, and you know what I always, shit, I so always tell like, people too, man, is like, uh, so like we lived in the West Coast in there with the Dickies, you know? Well, yeah, that, that's the It's like, dude, we, yeah. we lived in Connecticut. So you'd take the train and it's like, you know, you go to like down by, you know, St. Mark's for instance, right? So you'd buy like a pair of Dickies, which so like everything looked kind of random. You know, you'd go to you know, like, uh, what was that, Yellow Rat Bastard and buy something, and that, you know, so it's like every, it had like this very, like you said, a unique style that like, I don't know, I always called it very like Connecticut, you know what I'm saying? It was like a kind of mishmash yeah. of all these different little things, man. Um, yeah, and I think that was the 90s a lot, really, because, you know, in 80s hardcore, you saw something different, you know? But yeah. It was still like coming out of like punk and we had We had, we had that. We have better styles than yeah. the older guys. Yeah, not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 90s, 90s is when the dope style came in. Yeah. We, we, you know. you, know, you know how funny, how, you know when I knew how, I'm going to make the play laugh because I never told him this. He's going to laugh at the story. <laughs> you, remember this. you know how I knew Madball was getting big? What? How's that? When we when we rolled up on those, on those punk rock niggas uh, to beat them down on, the, on, on, on St. Mark's, they were listening to Madball? No. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> I remember, I remember, <laughs> they listen to music. I was like, "Yo, we gotta beat these niggas down to listen to music." Yo, that's, that's my god. That's foul. Oh my god. Oh, that's a good laugh. Oh man. I, yo, I remember. Oh my god. So, so many encounters with those fucking punk rockers over there, but I don't remember the one where they were listening to us. That's oh, I feel bad. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> That wouldn't be the I wouldn't be the last time either because how many people we have, you know, we had some beefs with people with our shirts on is crazy. Man. Oh, yo, the weirdest you, shit ever. Yo, they, <laughs> I, 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 it's so fucked up sometimes. Like, like, like every time I, I, I if I get to a fight or something, these guys make jokes. Oh, he was like trying to ask me for an autograph. Oh, so like, I was just yeah. trying to ask you an autograph. I'm like, come on, man, stop. Uh, it ain't like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, so fuck. All right, let me catch my breath here for <laughs> a second. Crazy. I want to so, ask you a question. Go ahead. Listen, let me, let me. I'm sorry, Jay. I want right now. What are you guys gonna? What, what label are you like? What are you, what are you doing right now? Are you, are you, are you, are you still gonna start writing for a new one? Or what's going on with the Madball Camp now? Yeah, good, good question. Uh, we're still with Nuclear Blast, technically. So nice. Oh um, shit! All right. Yeah, we're we're with them. Like we we've been with them now for a few years. Like we've been doing like kind of one offs. That's, that's the best best thing to it's do. It's the bro. best way yeah. to do it, man. And they and they they have yeah. such a huge footprint, man, for like distribution, which is really at the end of the day, man. What what's a band really needs? Me and E were just saying, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I stuck with them because 
I mean, they, they, they did right by us and yep. they got it. Like you said, they got a lot of, they got a wide distribution. They're massive, heavy music label. Yep. And they've been cool with us. They're like, you know, they always invite us back. They're like, yo, we like that last record, man. Yo, we want to keep working together. Like, All right, cool. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's keep working together. And, you know, as long as they do the right thing by us and vice versa, you know, it's, it, it's a good relationship. So well, and I think we're, like, we're going to do another one with them. Yeah. Sick. And like he was, he was saying too, it's, it's very important, like, because the European market is so much stronger for like the heavy music that you guys have a good partner there. Cause in the U S you know, dude, it's yeah. like kind I don't want to say it's hey. easy to roll out a record, but a band like, you know, any of you guys who have these these legacy bands, it's like you could kind of be like, all right, here it is, and people know where to get it, versus like in Europe, you still need that infrastructure to make sure the product is delivered. Yeah, like you need the metal, the metalhead fucking, yep. the metalhead yep. uh, fan base to buy records who don't act like dicks. Yeah, yeah, we they buy records. Yeah, we're know? still trying to get those motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 like, how many years, E? We've been trying to get these <laughs> punk rock metal. You know, oh, man, we're not that you know, far. You, we're not that different, you know. You know, it's crazy because, uh, like, with me, I'm on Force Five Records, and he and uh, and they do amazing by me. But a lot of their fans are fucking uh, uh, Juggalo dudes, and they fucking love Madball. They love fucking. Do uh, they? They love Nazi. Oh, the metalheads, the punk rock metalhead dudes. They're weirdos, bro. But they they <laughs> buy my shit. <laughs> That's and awesome. buy your shit. So, yeah, yeah, and, no, and that, they just they die hard. They don't ask to be on the guest list. They don't ask yeah. for a, uh, you know, we saw friends. They actually I, support. I, I'll be like, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh, let me get a shirt. I'm like, nigga, this is my life. Let yeah, me get yeah, a shirt. Yeah, right. I, I got no money. I just saw you do $500 worth of cocaine in the strip club. <laughs> what are you talking about? Buy, $20. Buy the shirt, asshole. Unbelievable. Right? Get me on yeah. the list. Put my girl on the list. Oh, let me get this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I go to shows. That's why Freddie's smart. Freddie goes with Hoy at the last seconds of the show. They go in, play, and it's clear everyone. I go into my dressing room. They're already drinking my beer, and eating my food. <laughs> hey, we had we had many years. We had many many years. Many years, years yes. <laughs> oh my god! Remember oh that? My god. Oh my god! You know, and you know what's you know it's like, and it's true, man. It's like some people, but then you got the flip side of that. You got some of our friends who were like, "Yo, I bought a ticket already." You know, which yeah, you know, I love that. Yeah, listen, yeah, I, I, I don't want to. Put- I don't want to shout myself yeah, out, but the, I did buy a, a, I, a, you know, that's the thing, man. Like I, I, I always say, if you can, uh, to me, it means more like if you're in a position where you can afford the ticket, yo, buy the yeah. ticket yeah. for your friend. You know what I'm saying? Dude, it's like, you're going to be there Hell fucking yeah. anyways, dude. So it's like, instead of spending yeah. $20 on a fucking beer, dude, buy the fucking ticket so your friend gets, I mean, you, that's, know, you, know, you know, you know, you know, who buys, buys, you know, who buys all my, 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 my releases on CD yeah. first? My yeah. gallo, and I, I always bug it's out. I'm like, wait, you 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 actually sent away for that? I buy, all my, I buy all my. Well, I don't buy physical, but like you know, digitally speaking, yeah. If my people, if any of my people put something out, I buy it That's automatically. It. Yeah. You know, I, 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 whoever I, I, it is, I, anyone, whoever it is, you know. I I I I I I, 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 I legally download all your shit, nigga. Yeah. Well, I buy it. Also, I I bootleg my own shit, nigga. Yeah, you do. That I like that about Evo. That that's one of my that's one of my favorite Dan Diablo things is is like, oh, you don't have the masters, we'll just rip it from wherever and just put it up ourselves. Yeah, there you shit. go. I love fuck that. Yeah, fuck it fuck. Yeah, so so I, I people listen, I'm gonna tell you something. There's someone out there right now, a few people out there, at least six people, seven people, have cars, uh beautiful uh sunroofs in the house, uh new decks because of us. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, for sure. Could be. Right? For real. <laughs> Could right? Be. 
Well, yeah, uh, yeah Freddie, okay. I wanted to ask you too, just talking about kind of that whole like self-sufficient thing. Um, you guys did your own version of Hold It Down on vinyl uh, a little while back, which came out fucking amazing. Tell us a little bit about how that came together, because uh, for those who don't know, that record was on Epitaph at one time. I don't think it had never been on vinyl before, had it? No. So this was the first time. Tell, tell us about that process coming together, man, because again, one of the cool things um, for those who don't keep up on the vinyl game, you guys have always consistently dropped your own things, whether it was the split with Wisdom and Chains. Like, it's, it's very cool yeah. that you guys still, again, a band your size is doing that shit, you know, because it's like, it, it's fucking Collectors awesome. love that. Kids love that. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I mean, as a collector, I buy all that kids, shit. Kids love it, and that's our world, really. I yeah. mean, and I don't even, we don't even look at ourselves like we're like that big of a band, you know what I mean? Yeah. And even if we were massive, we would still probably do it just because... Vinyl kind of goes hand in hand with hardcore shit. You yeah, know? punk rock hardcore. Kinda, yeah, you know, but but with Hold It Down was a special case because, um, I actually got it back from Epitaph, so which is a rarity. Very, you know, rare. I, I I I you know made a couple calls and and they were they were kind enough to give me the record back. Yo, so, if you need anything back, if you need anything back, give me a call. I'll make that shit happen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I'll go exactly. up there. I have yeah. a whole team for that. I have a whole team for that. Don't worry. Yeah. Call yeah. Vinnie Ali. You know okay, we, we, we up in there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the WAP and Vinnie Ali, I'm good. We got we got a couple people. We might <laughs> just charge you a small fee. We've heard the story. Yeah, DE has uh, told the, uh, the the story a couple times on oh. uh, his experience with uh oh yeah with epitaph oh, but yeah, that that is cool that they gave uh, you the record i rolled up, i rolled up to epitaph a few times once <laughs> there you go uh there you go so Frank, hey, so you they, know they gave this you is the our right... life man it's our livelihood you know these motherfuckers yes. got a whole bunch of other things that they're making money with these few little records that we have that's everything for us yeah you know? and especially too for you guys to be able to release it on vinyl like you said whereas like you know we all know from doing it that the best margins are when the bands and ourselves can keep you know, I've said this all every episode. I think it's like I encourage all of us to, you know, keep our rights and hold that shit. You just license that shit to a label for a couple of years, dude. Yep. You get that shit back, and then you fucking yep. press that self because, dude, all all we've ever given up. And I say this to to E all the time, and one of the reasons why I started a new label and got the own my store and all this shit is like. Dude, I was so sick of people being like, I'll do that for you, but it's 30%. I'll do that for you, it's yeah. 50 And they don't do shit, yeah. and you get nothing at yeah. the end of the day. And then it's like, yeah. you know, do we all learn from that? And again, you know, by watching people like you and E and Roger do all this shit on their own, it's like you feel, you know, again, dude, I have a store because of the music you guys all created. And, you know, Vinny right. was there, and we said the same thing. So it's super awesome, man, to watch you guys still, like I said, yeah, we this try. deep in and, your and, career and, and, still and, and, doing that shit. Yeah, even more so every day as we go on. You know, like at some point, I want to, I want to, I want to have all my records, in, you know, in our in our camp. You know, that's my goal. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I, 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 you know, it's funny listening to you guys right now. Like Jay, you put out vinyl. I, I should just put all my shit out of your vinyl. Yeah, no, yeah, we should, absolutely. man. Of course. Like, because like, like, like yeah, let's do that, bro. I, 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 oh, dude, I don't know, know why. I'm down all day, man. Because because Freddie, one of the interesting things, like again, owning the store, like we get. Yeah. There was these reissues that they did of uh of. Of demonstrate my style and set it off. That mu it's like music yeah. on vinyl. That, those piss me off. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. Yeah, I want, I want to talk about those because again, it's like, I, like I was. We talk. Uh, you know, I'm working with Tim from VOD a lot, right? So, yeah. To me and Tim were talking about how like, yo, it would have been cool to do like a real version of like the drip record with like liner notes or like yeah, a simple record. Like, so yeah. tell me, yeah, because like for you guys, like I, I, again, dude, I want a front. I bought them because I'm a fan, and that's the only way to get them. You no, know, it's all good. It's all but, good. Yeah, like, but, like I would love to see a real. You know, it's, it sucks. You guys can't license that yourselves or whatever, and these guys do it. You know, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe we're dropping the ball somewhere. I'm saying, you know, 
eventually I want to just own it out. Yeah, but hell yeah. No, and even you still, even still, if I can grab it and license it myself rather than other people do it, hell I would yeah, love yeah. It. Well, because dude, and that's the whole thing. And you know, like like I said, it's like you know, dude, it's like you see these people who do because it's a quick money grab for them. They're like, I can press this a thousand. They know fans are gonna pay yeah. a premium. They don't have to do no nice. Yeah. Covers or no shit. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. But yeah, man, that would be so cool to watch you guys. Yeah, uh, we'll talk for sure. I mean, I, I, you know, it's at the same time, I haven't really approached them maybe strong enough in a way where maybe I could have achieved that anyway. But, yeah, totally. Um, somebody jumped, you know, beat me to it, you know, well, but I'm it's kind of annoying. How about, how about this? How about this? Yeah, guys, check this out. How about this? How about, I got some crazy shit right now. How about we do a split seven inch? Madball does three Starhead songs like Kings and Crime and all that, and, and Starhead does three Madball songs. Oh, that's hard. That would be that'd hard. be cool. That'd be cool. Yo, and we call it, we we call it Madhead or Starball. <laughs> Some shit like that. That might yo, be real. Yo, cool. how, that'd be how, fucking how, cool. Yeah, but I know three songs each. Like you guys do Kings and Crime. Fucking, uh, I just said it all. That's actually Wait, a pretty good idea. Like, no, yo, listen, I, I, I'm just telling you, as a Jew, as a as, Jew, and money. <laughs> Fuck yeah. that shit would sell up. all over, and we just like, and we just have one place to get one on a vinyl. That's yeah. it. Oh hell yeah. yeah! We'll talk about that. Let's talk about. Yo, that. Yeah, I, 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 see, I'm, I'm, yo, people think I'm dumb. I'm smart. No, I, listen. That the one thing. I'm <laughs> put no, that. Put that. Put that in the thing. No, I'm. Okay. I, I'm. We're, we're, we're I'm smart. Back. Put it in right there. Boom. No, we're we're back. We're back in. No, I mean we're we're back in right there now. So I'm, I'm, I won't keep you too much longer, Freddie. We're gonna just wrap this okay. up here, but uh, I want to talk about. We so we we did talk a little bit about the the new music and stuff. Obviously, dude, you have a ton of shows coming up, right? Is there more touring coming up? Well, we just did those Cali ones. We're gonna we're gonna redo. We had to postpone Texas also, so okay. we're gonna redo Texas before the year's up. Cool. So maybe four or five shows there, and we might do like we're, we're trying to see if we could do like the Carolinas and like that little area, that little. Pocket. I just I just did North Carolina. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to do that little area, you know, maybe like Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, maybe. So we're looking to do the, you know, those kind of pockets, and then we'll just see where the world goes after. Beyond that, man, yeah. we're gonna be writing. It's so you fucking know, crazy right now, Freddie. Freddie, and then listen, maybe try to get in the studio, Freddie. Well, definitely, definitely, we're we're riding on and off. So at some point. Yeah, we're gonna have to get in there and and, and get busy. So the next thing guys are doing are the three songs. I'll pick yeah. my three. Yeah, they're gonna do ding <laughs> ding yep. back. Man, I was the gonna show that shit. Just... Yeah, we're gonna do the mashup. Yeah, the mashup. But yo, listen, how funny it would be to hear my voice do do Madball and hear Freddie do Star. That would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and I mean, and vice versa to hear Freddie deliver your songs would be like a crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be so fucking dope. They're gonna be like, what? Yeah, that'd be fun. I that'd, that'd be, be fucking amazing. Would, would it be Scarhead or Crown of Thorns? It'd be Scarhead. Okay. Why you want to do? You want to do feelings? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think either way, man. As a fan, we're all yeah. winning if that if that really happens, yeah. man. Yeah, that'd be no, fun. It'd be Scarhead be because I, the people want the hard, the hard, hard shit. So, yeah. but how crazy Ignorant would it be? Shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it'd be Hoya and Freddie doing the two verses. It'd be crazy, like, oh. dude. Holy fuck. That'd be fun. That'd be fucking hard. That'd be fun. I'm in, man. Oh yeah. You heard it here first. So yo, I wanna um just Freddie, I wanna thank you so much, dude, for taking the time to talk with us today, man. It's been course, a long man. a long time coming, dude. Uh and again as a, a I fan love and you, a Freddie. friend. I love, dude, you. Uh, love you, brother. A fan and a friend, dude. Thank you so much, dude. It was great to, to ask you some of these questions and, thanks, and talk about thanks this. Thanks for shit, having man. me, man. It- uh, it'd be, it's my pleasure, you know, and anytime. Anytime. Yeah, man, I, no, I can't wait to see. He's, 
I can't wait to he's see my bro. He's my brother, and you know I yeah, love you. Shit, we know you since forever. You have an age. You look fucking fifteen still, Yo, man. Fre Freddie, I remember my, fr my <laughs> Freddie. I remember giving you a Cuban keychain at the Hanover house, dude. That's I, I remember, remember that. Yeah. You Cuban? Oh, you a good kid? Yeah. No, that's and you know because I always remembered, man. It was like I never seen no Cubans growing up. It was like just my family yeah. yelling at me in Spanish. So then when I seen Freddie and Roger, I was like, oh shit. There's like oh, yeah, another man. one, you know. And then thanks to that, to, awesome. to, to Danny for always. Making sure I push my Cubanism the the the, 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 the past couple years. Is, hey, there's a lot of Latinos in in this shit. Man. No, there, yo, there is. No, no, no we we we're everywhere, bro. We're like, Hell and, yeah. and every, everything, everything. Yeah. Metal, black, yeah. but not maybe that black metal, but metal and fucking like hip hop. We're yeah. everywhere, bro. We're no, big parts of it. I love it, man. I mean, so yeah, huge, huge yeah. shout out again to Madball. Um, I want to just give a big thank you again to Freddie for joining us. E, thank you for putting your time in. I love today, you, today. Uh, Freddie. I love you, and I can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, we're gonna do the mashup. You and play shows together. Yeah, I can't. And we're gonna make this fucking mashup happen. We're making yeah, it happen, sure. man. Shout out to all the subscribers who've been watching us on YouTube and the email listening. You guys are the fucking best. With that, it's a wrap, episode 20. Shout out, Freddie. Shout out, exactly. We will catch you guys next episode. Thank you so much. The world is Hey you, do you have any plans this year? Huh, how's that going? Do you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at 20. 020-D.com, soundtalentmedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app.